on the seventh pitch. Harper hits him in the air, left center field, back it goes. Harper, the swing of his life. Douglas with 67 points, with 6:45 remaining. Tatum drives down and throws it down. Wow! His shot blocked. Now look at the spring Ovechkin again. White Cloud back. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Take the Lead. I am actually bringing this podcast a day early. I'm recording this on Friday, but it's still going to go up Saturday. If you guys want to follow my social media, you guys know it's always been the same. Just show a brother some love. The Instagram is uh, John O'Halloran15, Twitter underbar John underbar O'Halloran, and the Take the Lead social media is both TTL on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, so the first couple stories is going to be a lot of baseball, a lot of Red Sox. So Heim Bloom came out and said that the Red Sox efforts to extend Devers are only in testifying. Uh, he said our, um, our, our, our our efforts are only in testifying, but it's something we've really wanted to do for a while and hopefully we're able to find the path. Um, no, extending Red, extend Devers should be the Red Sox number one priority right now. You know, you just lost Xander Borgarts, and, and this is what scares me about Heim Bloom saying this. Now, eight months ago, you could have gave the deal that Xander Borgarts wanted, but you don't want to spend the money. And I, I and I just, you know, Rafael Devers and the Red Sox are far apart from from deals as of October. It's believed that the Red Sox up their offer to more than two hundred million, but you no, know, Devers wants at least ten years, three hundred million. And Rafael Devers knows in the back of his mind that the Red Sox are not going to give him that. Rafael Devers knows the Red Sox aren't going to give him that deal. You know? Rafael Devers knows there's a team out there that's going to be willing to pay him a lot of money. Willing to, you know, give him a 10, 11, 12, 13 years, 365, or 325, 330, 335. Rafael Devers knows what he's worth. I mean, the Red Sox lowballed him, lowballed him. They lowballed Xander Bogarts, and look where Xander is now. He's out in San Diego. Now, Rafael Devers is looking at that whole situation, and he knows he's next. Rafael Devers probably does not want to be here now. And in three years, the Red Sox trade Mookie Betts. They just lost Xander Bogarts, and now they're going to lose Rafael Devers. In three years, you're going to lose three cornerstone players unless the Red Sox can somehow get to extend Devers. You know, it's the Red Sox got to do something here. They they cannot let Devers leave. You know, he he's one of the best players in baseball. He owns a career, you know, 283, 342, 5 total slash time, 103 down home runs, and 450 runs bad in over six seasons. Won a World Series with the Red Sox in 2018 as well. No, Red Sox were never a team that weren't afraid to spend money. They were always out there. They were always spending money, but now they don't want to do that. Heim Bloom is doing what he did in Tampa Bay, and that's not spending money. No, there's nothing wrong with building a farm system, but at one point you got to go out there and you got to spend money. And Heim Bloom is not doing that. Now I got a thing right here that from 2015, uh, biggest uh, contracts in Red Sox history. Um, no, Julio Lugo signed a deal in 2006, four years, $36 million. Um, Egner Renteria, four years, $40 million. That was in 20, uh, 2004. Um, they extend David Ortiz, which you got to extend David Ortiz. This is in 2005. They extend him four years, $52 million. Um, Josh Beckett, four years, $68 million. And that was an extension in 2010. They signed J.D. Drew in 2007, five years, uh, $70 million. Um, You can't forget the uh, Rusny Castillo, uh, Castillo. If you don't know who he is, look him up. Um, Red Sox, he made one of the most highest played players in the team. Um, he was uh, he was supposed to be a really high prospect, but he did not live he did not live up to that. They signed to a seven year, uh, seventy two point five million extent uh, contract in twenty fourteen. John Lackey signed a deal, uh, five years, eighty two point five million in two thousand nine. Uh, Rick Porcello, the eighty two point five uh, uh, four year deal extension in twenty uh, uh, two thousand fifteen. Uh, they signed Haley Ramirez uh, in twenty fourteen, four year deal, eighty eight million. 
You can't forget the uh, Pablo Sandoval. That blew up in their face. Five years, 95 in 2014. Uh, Daito Masazaka, they signed him six years, 52 million. Um, a 51.1 uh, million posting fee. Um, that ended up getting taken out. Um, Dustin Majoria signed an eight-year extension, 110 million. Look how that worked out over that. I mean, those eight years, how many games did he play? He was basically injured almost every single season after that. Uh, Kyle Crawford was a huge one, seven years, 142 million. Uh, and another one they from 2011 was Adrian Gonzalez, seven years, 154 million. Um, you know they signed M Manny in 2000. Manny Ramirez, one of the greatest hitters ever play this game. Uh, eight years, 160 million, and that's that's in 2000. The Red Sox are still paying Man, uh, Manny to this day. Uh, they signed David Price in 2015, seven years, 217 million. Um, no, this team was never afraid to spend money, and this team is not doing it now. No, you're seeing a lot of these free agents get signed to these big contracts, and the Red Sox are not doing that. The Red Sox are not doing what they used to do. And the Red Sox are kind of taking these steps back of going to a small market team. You know, and as a Red Sox fan, it's frustrating. And as a Red Sox fan, you can't trust Hein Bloom saying, we're going to get, we're, we're, you know, they're trying to get this deal done with Devers because they're not. They're going to let Devers walk free agency next after next 2023 season. And Rafael Devers is probably going to sign a 13-year deal, $360-something million with the team. And in three years, you're going to lose Mookie, you're going to lose Alexander, you're going to use, lose Devers. Um, and as a Red Sox fan, it's you know it's really really frustrating, you know, to see that the Red Sox are doing this. Um, you know, another thing he said that the, he, he he's committed to helping the Red Sox win. He says, "I don't care how much uh, how much shit I take." Um, he says, "If I ever put the head of the organization, I'm not doing my job." He, uh, Bloom said, according to Mass Lives Chris uh, Catello. There, uh, he says, there are any of these jobs decisions that make everybody happy, and some decisions that are tougher are going to be unpleasant. You can't run from those, especially the nature of this job. It doesn't mean I've gotten everything right or I'll get everything right. And so far, you've really gotten nothing right so far. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Heimbloon. It's he's, I think he's done an awful job so far. Then he went on to say, I know there, I know uh, there were going to be number of decisions that uh, were. That were going uh, to be some things we would uh, that were going to take some shit forward. The bottom line is that to me is about winning. I don't care how much shit I take if it gets the organization to where it goes. You know what? Red Sox were used to be a team that used to be you know World Series favorites. People would pick the team to go to the playoffs. People picked the team to win the AL East. Now that now no one's going to do this anymore and I, I don't think Hein Bloom's helping this team at all. You know, this guy since taken over, I think he's just done a you know a terrible job. And yeah, the team did go to the uh ALCS in twenty twenty one, but who cares? You have to let Xana where I can trade Mookie Betts. Now Devers is gonna leave. Um he continues says uh that's tough. I uh, hear uh, when uh, that means is seeing a great ho uh, homegrown player to sign with someone else, especially when we're trying to win. Uh, we'll have to make the right decision. Um, you know, since taking over, the Red Sox have finished last in the AL East since he's joined the club uh, in 2019. Like I said, they made the, uh, the surprise run to the ALCS in uh, 2021, but I just... The Red Sox are taking steps back. And I don't know when they're going to be good again. How long it's going to be good until they're good again. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know what Fenway is going to look like this year. You know, this front office, this organization is taking a lot of heat from these fans right now. Um, I don't know. It's As a Red Sox fan, it's... It's frustrating, and I, I, I don't think he, and maybe he's trying to help this team win, but it just doesn't seem like it. You should have gave that you, you should, you should have gave that you should have extended Rafael Devers eight, not Rafael. I mean, you should have extended Rafael Devers by now. You should have extended Exam Bargers eight months ago. No, when Trevor Story signed that deal with the Red Sox, ninety nine point nine percent of the Red Sox fans knew Der uh, Bogarts was gone. When Bogart saw that, he knew he was gone. Heim Bloom knew he uh, 
Bogarts was gone. John Henry knew Alexander uh, Bogarts was gone. If you were if you if you're a Red Sox fan and you saw that when Trevor Story signed, if you didn't think Bogarts was gone, there's something wrong with you. You knew he was gone once they signed Trevor Story. And I don't know who they're gonna put it. I I I don't think they should put Trevor Story at shortstop. I heard their uh, interest in Dans, uh, Dansby Swanson. I'd rather take him over Trevor Story because Trevor Story, the last couple of years, his arm has gotten weaker. I saw a stat. He used to throw 82 miles an hour. Then it went down like to 79, and it was last year in Colorado. It was down to 76 miles an hour. And who knows where it's at now? His arm's gotten weaker. I mean, do you put him at shortstop? I don't know. But, um... <clears throat> They also designated Eric Hosmer for assignment today. Uh, he has three years and $39 million left on his contract, uh, the vast majority of which San Diego Padres are paying. So pretty much he was gonna be pretty much Eric Hosmer is gonna be playing for free for the Red Sox this year before they uh, designate for assignment. And wherever he's goes, he's gonna be paying playing for playing for free because the Padres are paying for his um still paying him. Uh, the Ferris inked him to an um to an eight-year, $144 million deal in uh, February 2018. Uh, the, uh, they dealt the first base to Boston uh, this year's deadline. Uh, as a result, the uh, Red Sox owe Hosmer a minimum of in each of the uh, three years left in his own contract, a total cost of over $2.2 million. Boston will now either trade him or uh, expose him to waivers, uh, which he's going to be released. I don't think he knows where going to pick him up. He's 33 years old. He only played 14 games with the Red Sox due to back injury. He slashed 244-320-311 with uh, no home runs. Uh, six runs scored, four runs batted in that span. Um, that's another field experiment that no that Bloom brought in. Now he's gone. Uh, I know who's going to play first base. Who's going to play DH for the Red Sox? And that's not the only thing that Red Sox recently just did. They also designated uh, Jeta Downs for um for uh for assignment. Um, he was uh, Red Sox number one prospect in 2020, number two in 2021. He just, he just doesn't assignment. The reason why they did is because they brought in uh, Masataka Ayushida. Um, no, he came over in the Mookie Betts trade with the Dodgers in February 2020. He was considered a key piece in that deal. Um, no, Bloom said, I don't think it changes the whole uh, decision is... Uh, I don't think it changes what the decision is because immediately we have our responsibility to every player in this organization to make the right decision by all of them, uh, and we're making a decision for organization. Uh, no doubt uh, he was a big part of a really interesting trade uh, that we haven't gotten him uh, to the level uh, we expected hurts. He played 14 games for the Red Sox last season, collecting six hits, one home run over 41 played appearances in the um, minor. And in the minors, he went deep 16 times with 18 stolen bases. The that Mookie Betts trade with the Red Sox was absolutely terrible. One of the worst trades I've ever seen in my life. The Red Sox lost that trade. They absolutely lost that trade. Um, I like this tweet. I, I like this tweet I saw on Twitter. Um, one of them was from Alex Barth. I round that the Red Sox could have had uh, Bruce uh Cartel in the Mookie Betts trade. But let you take downs and one instead because they uh, were worried about the ability of uh, uh, Grudel's arm, something they seem to no longer care about with pitching. Um, so this was from Chris Catello. He said, Jeter uh, down swing and miss, uh, struck out 21 of 41 MLB PAs in 2020. It was just too much for the Red Sox to get past. Um, I just, this trade completely blew up in the Red Sox. Uh, he also added to this tweet, he says, uh, he's uh, designated for assignment. The organization is, is down on Verdugo, so the only hope is that the trade package is Carner Wan. So it seems like the Red Sox have no faith in um, Alex Verdugo, and I don't think Connor Wan's an everyday catcher. The Red Sox lost this trade. This is it was a terrible trade, and I, I don't know why they did it. They knew that Mookie Betts is going to leave in free agency that year. And like I said, I'm not a fan of Hein Bloom. He's just completely going backwards. He's doing what he did with the race. And um, I don't know. I just, I really don't get what's going on in Boston. Um, that's not it. Uh, there was a uh, really big signing in baseball yesterday, uh, which I really wish the Red Sox throw money, could throw money to him because they need help with pitching because 
Chris Seals just made it in the glass. The Red Sox pitching rotation is going to be terrible, and you could have brought uh, Carlos Rodon on. Uh, he signed a six-year, $162 million deal with the Yankees. Um, you know, up there was the final season of his two-year, $44 million contract with the Giants. Uh, he rejected a qualifying offer uh, from the club to become a free agent. The Baltimore Orioles, Texas Rangers, and Twins are reportedly showed interest. Uh, he's a two-time All-Star. He's coming back-to-back dominant campaigns, authoring a 2.67 ERA, a 2.42 FIP over 310 two-third innings between the Giants and the White Sox. Though uh, White Sox allowed uh, Rodone to walk via free agency last year and didn't uh, tender him a qualifying offer. He finished fifth in AL Cy Young voting in 2021. He finished sixth this past year. Um, you know, he's joining a car, he's joining Garrett Cole, Nestor Cortez Jr., Luis Serviano, and uh, Frankie Montez. Um, the Yankees pitching rotation, the Yankees are going to be good again this year. Obviously, I have them winning the AL East. That pitching rotation is going to be good. Garrett Cole, and Garrett Cole's on it, one of the best pitchers in baseball. Nestor uh, Cortez Jr. is he's good. Um, Luis, uh, Luis Serviano. He can be uh, have his games, and Frank Montez, he can have his games too. Um, Yankees just won 99 games this season. Um, no, Yankees, it just, just seeing all these pitchers go off the mark, and the Red Sox didn't even. And I saw reports that the Red Sox were interested in him, very interested in him, but how can you believe that? And how can you believe what anything with. When these reports went saying the Red Sox are interested in these players, you know, I would have took cause from Don. Even if it was a one or two year deal, you know, you need help with pitching. You got to get this. You've seen all these teams make moves. Now the Yankees got even better. Um, And there's another big uh, sign the other day. Um, <clears throat> Carlos Correa is finally off the market. He agrees to a 13 deal with the uh, Giants. It's a $350 million deal. Uh, so it's kind of like Bryce Harper's deal from 2019 signed with the Phillies. It's a uh, full note. It's no trade clause at all. Uh, no opt-outs according to John Heyman. It's the fourth largest contract in baseball history. It surpasses Francisco Lindor's 10-year $341 million deal with the Mets. Um, Bill's... Um, Shacklin, uh, Grids contracts, the first overall picks, Carlos Kerr, 350, Bryce Harper, 330, Garrett Cole, 324, A-Rod, 275, uh, opting out of a uh, $252 million, uh, Steven Strasburg, 245, and David Price. That's a pretty good list to be part of. Um, he becomes the uh, third shirts after signing a deal for more than $250 million this winter following Xena Bogarts. Uh, 11 years, $280 million with the Padres, and Trey Turner, uh, 11 $300 million with the uh, Phillies. Um, no, Carlos Correa is one of the best shortstops in the game. Two-time All-Star. Uh, he's won a gold glove. He's has a uh, lifetime 279, 357, 479 with uh, 933 hits, 155 home runs, and 153 runs batted in. Um, No, Giants have been making some moves. No, they missed out on Aaron Judge, but they did sign Mitch Hanniger to a three-year deal. They boosted their rotation by Ross Droplin and Shane Mania earlier this week, which I'm going to bring up. Um, so now we got to bring up Brandon Crawford. Where does Brandon Crawford go from here? It's probably going to have to uh, move to another infield position. Uh, Crawford, like Cor uh, Carlos Crawford, has never played another position other than shortstop during his 12-year career. Uh, this is final year of his contract, so no... Reason so every there's a reason why they signed uh Carlos Correa to this deal. I mean maybe you can move him to first base because uh, I don't think to bring back bring back uh Brandon Belt or it could be a situation where you put uh Brandon Crawford as a DH for this season. Um, I mean I don't know who the third baseman is. Uh, everyone is everyone Longoria the third baseman or is he still uh is he even on him anymore? So everyone Longoria is a free agent. Um, so maybe you can put Brennan Crawford to third base, or like I said, shortstop. Or I mean, I don't know who their second baseman is. Maybe he can play first base. But um, <clears throat> and you're just seeing all these players come off the board and. 
you know, back to the Red Sox. And I don't, I don't keep saying the Red Sox, but the Red Sox, it's just it's frustrating seeing it. Uh, the Mets and Cubs were interested in Carlos Correa. Uh, Giants are hoping, uh, no, hope, are hopeful that uh, Correa will help them resume their winning ways. Uh, you know, just a couple of years ago, they won 107 games. Um, this season, they really weren't that good. Um, but no, having Carlos Correa is the type of player that can get you back to your winning ways. Um, Christian Valkis, former Red Sox, former Astros off the market. Um, he signs a, a three-year deal worth yeah for the Twins worth $30 million. Uh, I split the season between the Red Sox and Astros last year. He hit 274, 315 with nine home runs in 119 games. Uh No, I, I I loved Christian Valkis Christian Valkis's game. Um, he's definitely really good catcher. Um, he just started twenty three of the uh, Astros fifty nine remaining games. Manager Dusty Baker seamlessly preferred uh, Mark uh, Martin uh, Marlettos, familiar with the pitching staff. Um, I think it's a good. I think it's a decent deal for the uh, Twins. I think it's a decent deal for the um, for Christian Vasquez. I was kind of hoping the Red Sox have brought him back. Red Sox catches uh, Reese McGuire. Um, like I mentioned before, uh, Giants signed uh, Sean Mania. Two-year uh, two deal, $25 million. And again, you know, you just seen all these pitches go off the board. Uh, last year, he wasn't that good. He was 8-9 with a 4.96 ERA. Uh, 156 strikeouts in uh, 158 innings. Um, in 30 appearance with the uh, Padres last season. Uh, he did some decent work at the time in the uh, early going. Um, it, went, it was really inconsistent uh, towards the end of the season. I uh, pitched a, uh, to a 6.56 ERA in the final two months of the season. Um, so, so far, the uh, Giants rotations are going to be uh, Logan Webb, uh, okay, I think CBS really should, okay, never mind, this is my, I, I I fucked that up. So Giants pitch rotation uh, is going to be Logan Webb, Alex Wood, Alex Cubs, Shamini, and Anthony Adele uh, Salfakani. I don't know. I, 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 I don't like that pitching rotation. That's not a good pitching rotation. Um, yeah. Another pitcher off the board, uh, Mets sign uh, Koda uh, Singa to a five-year, $75 million deal. Um, you know, he's one of the, uh, he was a big-name free agent. Uh, so he pitched uh, for the Fokuda uh, Asaf Sea Hawks for 11 seasons, uh, posting a 2.42 RA and a uh, 2.29 uh, strike to walk out radio more, more than uh, 1,340 innings pitched. Um, now, Mets are out there spending money this offseason. No, they lost Jacob to Grom. Uh, they re-signed Edwin Diaz. They brought in Justin Verlander. They uh, signed Jose Contea. They uh, re-signed Brandon Nemo to the eight-year deal, $162 million. They signed David Robinson. Um... You know, Fangraphs mates, uh, New York's 2023 competitive balance tax roll is at uh, 349.6 million with Singia. Um, you know, it's been interesting to see what we can bring to the table. We can bring to this um, uh, Mets pitching rotation. Uh, I know they got Max Serger, they got Justin Verlander, now you're adding him to this. Uh, no Mets just last season won, um, what was 109, 103, 106 games or something like that. 101 games they won. Um, the Mets are, Mets are, there. The Mets are going out there and spending money. I, mean, I don't know how they're over, not over the luxury tax, but no, they're going out there and spending money. Also, I know where Syndergaard, this is another player I wish back to the Red Sox, the Red Sox would sign. He signs with the Dodgers. This is another team I don't know how, I, I don't know how they, uh, where the hell they got all this money from. Yeah, I agreed to a one-year, $13 million deal. Um, 
So he signed a one-year deal with the Angels last year before being traded to the Phillies. He offered a 3.94 ERA over 134 two-third innings. Um, so the Orioles were also had interest in Syndergaard. Uh, Syndergaard uh, had multi-offers multi for more guaranteed money on the table, but chose to sign a one-year deal. Uh, which you know you can't go wrong with the Dodgers, especially you know what what the team has been able to do for the past you know seven, eight, nine years. Um, you know, at one time, uh, once I considered a, a flamethrower featuring a fastball that roughly exceeded a hundred miles an hour. Um, it's gone down since then. Um, it's he's averaged ninety eight point one on his fastball while last year he set nine four point five. Uh, that led uh, that led to a dip in his uh, strikeout rate as well, going from twenty six point four percent K rate for uh, his career to sixteen point eight percent. So it's going down. I mean, his numbers are going down, but no, for the Dodgers, Syndergaard fills uh, recently departed free agents Andrew Haney and Tyler Anderson. Um, That's not a bad move for the Dodgers. You know, he he did pretty good for the Phillies in that stretch. Um, I was joining a, you know, a stacked Dodgers team. There's actually a trade the other day. The uh, Oakland I, 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 is completely hitting the reset button. Um, they traded uh, Sean Murphy to the Braves. Um, it was a three-team trade, so the uh, Braves acquired catcher Sean Murphy from the Oakland Athletics on Monday, part of a three-team trade. So, like I said, Braves get Sean Murphy, Brewers get uh, William Castrius, uh, 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 Joel uh, Pompapas, and Justin Yeager. Uh, A's get uh, Yusli Ruiz, Kyle Miller, uh, Freddie uh, Tornock, Mandy Pena, uh, and uh, Robert uh, Salinas. Um, so he's one of the best overall uh, catchers in baseball, thanks to an above-average uh, stick and uh, gold glove since 2020's uh, no slash 235, 326, 422. So he can definitely hit the ball. He's averaging 14 home runs and uh, providing top-notch defense. Um, you know, this is a good move for the Braves. You know, last few seasons, though, you know, Braves just won the World Series two years ago. They won 100 something games this past season. Um, so Travis Denarion is probably going to likely shift to a backup role behind uh, Sean Murphy. Um, but Oakland, man, I I gotta feel I feel bad for Oakland fans. You know, this team's hitting rebuild button. Uh, they might lose their team completely if they don't get a new stadium. Um, but no, Oakland. It's a bad time. I mean, as a Red Sox fan, it sucks right now. But I, I couldn't even imagine being an uh, Oakland fan. I mean, you know, you watch the games, and the stadium's empty. You know, not, not a lot of people go into these games. Um, you know, they're trading these, they're trading good players, and um, who knows if they're gonna have a team in a few years. But no, A's A's just got better. You know, they got a great catcher who obviously can hit the ball, one of the best uh, catchers in the game. So no, good for the A's. I mean, good for the not the A's. Good for the uh, Braves getting better. Actually, I gotta go back because I didn't. I forgot to put this in order because uh, I like going in order. Obviously, you guys can see. Uh, so CBS posted this. Uh, so Red Sox offense slow hits new as uh, the Red Sox failed to re-sign uh, exam guards. So um, according to a major league source, Red Sox had an offer on the table for six years, roughly at $27 million per year with a slightly high above annual average, uh, roughly uh, $25.5 million per year that Bullard received from the Padres. Still, even with the uh, some belief that Bullard's camp, uh, that the Red Sox might raise their offer, that gap in the number of guaranteed seasons was enormous. That uh, separation between the clubs made. Um, so let's a couple uh, players that the Red Sox offered contracts to. Jose Abreu, Abre, who the Red Sox are poorly uh, defined as Abreu as their top first uh, base target. Yet they offered three years uh, to low mid $40 million range. Uh he ended up signing with the Astros for um, three years, 
$59.5 million. Uh, Zach Eflin, Boston, inaugurated a uh, three-year deal worth $40 million with uh, Eflin, but he decided to go with the, uh, his hometownish Rays. Um, this you know, offered Andrew Hanley north of $30 million by the Red Sox, according to Mass Live, but it took a two-year deal worth $25 million with the Rangers. Then Tommy Cahill, the Red Sox made Cahill an offer that was very close to two years, $11.5 million, but decided to uh, go back to the Yankees. So, you know, Red, Red Sox didn't you know, offer these players money, but they got outbid. Um, it's going to be a tough time to be a Red Sox fan, man. It is going to be a tough time to be a Red Sox fan. Um, another uh, move in the AL East, the uh, Blue Jays signed Chris Passett to a three-year deal. And back to the Red Sox again. I know I keep talking about the Red Sox, but this was another pitcher I was hoping the Red Sox would assign, even if it was, like I said, for um, Carlos Rondon. If he's, if he, even if it was a one- or two-year deal. Um, so it's, so Bassett receives a limited no uh, no trade clause allowing him to block trades to eight teams each season. Uh, reports Ken Rothstein of the Athletic. The deal also gives uh, him the third highest average annual eval for the pitcher this winter. He's come off and you know, had a good season with the Mets this past season, in which he posted a three point two four a three point four two ERA. Uh, with the career best, 167 strikeouts in uh, 181 two-third innings follows in the season. He declined at half of his $19 million initial uh, option to become a free agent. Um, so the Blue Jays pitching rotation is really not looking that bad. You got Alex Mohina, who is uh, in the uh, no AL, AL uh, Cy Young uh, finalist. Uh, Kevin Guzman, Chris Bassett, Jose Barrios, and uh, Yassel uh, Gligich. Um That's a good pitching rotation. No, I think the Blue Jays are going to be good again. Uh, made the uh, playoffs this past season, but end up losing to the Mariners. Um, no, Blue Jays, I think it's going to come down to the Blue Jays and Yankees in the AL East. Um, I don't know what the Rays are going to be like this year. Obviously, know what the Red Sox are going to be like. I mean, I'm kind of hoping Baltimore can be competitive, but no, another team like the Blue Jays are getting better. Also, Joey Gallo is off the board. Uh, signs a one-year deal with the uh, Twins. Uh, $11 million deal. Not only that, uh, former Red Sox, uh, Andrew Benintendi signs a five-year deal, $75 million deal with the White Sox. I don't think he's really worth that much money. I don't think he's worth $75 million. Um, he was acquired by the Yankees in the trade with the uh, Royals in July, uh, last July, just prior to the trade deadline. He hit two fifty four with the pair of uh, home runs, 12 runs bad in 33 games with the Yankees. Um, he put up a 304, 373, 399 slash line 2022 with a career low five dingers, 51 runs batted in. Um, no, he was named to the All Star last year, which honestly, the only reason why he was named to the All Star was due to the fact that there was really no other options on uh, Kansas City. Um, I don't know. I don't really think he's worth $775 million. I don't think he's worth that much money at all. Uh, but anyways, guys, that is we are done with baseball. We're gonna move on to uh, let's get hockey out of the way. Um, Alex Ovechkin makes some history. Uh, scored his 800 score the other day. Uh, cast for a hat trick to join uh, Wayne Gretzky and Gordy Howe. This is uh, 800 right here. it's touched, so will not be icing. Four check, So he uh, explains his reaction when asked about uh, it after the NL Capitals beat the Blackhawks 7-3. As, as soon as it happened, kind of relief. Kind of happens in general. Um, no, it, 
so I didn't get until Hawking until like 2001, 2002. And um, I didn't hear about Ovechkin, obviously, until he got a couple years after he got drafted. But ever since coming to the league, he's, he's been one of my favorite players. He's been my favorite player. And I know he's a player I've always wanted to see and live in live in game. Um, you know he's one of the greatest players, obviously one of the greatest players to ever play the game. Uh, and he is now, uh, is now uh, one goal behind Gordy Howe and only nine four behind Wayne Gretzky for the all time record. If I'm not mistaken, I think he did uh, pass Gordy Howe. If I'm not mistaken. Okay, never mind. So he's going for eight and one tonight versus the Maple Leafs. Um, so uh, like I said, uh, so he's sitting at eight hundred. Gordon Howe's eight and one, and uh, Wayne Gretzky was at eight ninety four. So Wayne Gretzky played one thousand four hundred eighty seven games. Um, Gordon Howe played one thousand seven hundred sixty seven games. And Ovechkin has so far will do it one thousand three hundred five games tonight. Would be one thousand three hundred six. So uh, Alex Ovechkin has uh, buried twenty goals in thirty one contests this season. Um, He's just—he's one of the greatest players to ever play the game, and then he's won nine uh, Mercedes Rocket Richard uh, trophies. Um, I don't know, ninety—he's thirty-seven years old, so he's got to score ninety-four goals to tie, ninety-five goals to beat. He's got to play until his forties. I don't know if he's—I don't know. That's—I mean. Wayne Gretzky holds almost so many records in the NHL, and I, I, I it's going to be tough for Ovechkin to you know get that. Um, obviously, he's going to pass Gordie Howe, but I, I mean, I don't know how close he's going to come to Wayne Gretzky. I don't think he's going to come anywhere close to Wayne Gretzky. But I know it's definitely going to be interesting to see if he can do it. You know, it, it, the race will be on for the next couple of years. But, I mean, I, I don't think he's going to beat Wayne Gretzky. I don't think anyone's ever going to even touch Wayne Gretzky's uh, records. The NHL is also, which I'm not a big fan of this. I mean, I know it's only two more games. But the NHL is considering increasing the regular season games to uh, 84 games. Um, under the current uh, format, some teams play only three games against division rivals, while others play four. Uh, to round out the rest of the schedule, all teams play three contests against non-divisional squads, uh, residing in the same conference, and two games against each opponent from the other conference. By adding two more games to the mix, teams will be able to take on uh, the division opponents four times each in a season. I don't know. I, I don't like it. I think you should leave it at 82. Leave it at 82. Uh, I know it's only two more games. Um, but, you know, leave it 82. I, you don't got to touch it. Also, I uh, talked about this, uh, I mean, a few months ago. Uh, Red Wings' Jager Vanna um, re, uh, uh I can't even talk right now. Um, so he went to assistant program um, back in, it was in October 19th. Um So Derek, uh, Lodron, uh, I always botch his name. I'm a Red, a Red Wings fan too. So uh, head coach uh, Derek uh, Larone uh, made it clear that the team wouldn't rush him back to the lineup. He said it's great to have him back, be able to practice with us. Next step is when we think he can be uh, game ready. Um, obviously, he's uh, had almost uh, two plus months when it was his first game today. We want to be uh, really patient with it. We uh, we want to put him in the uh, best position to be uh, successful when he's uh, game ready. Uh, when that's going to be, I don't know. Um, so the NHL released a statement earlier Friday saying Varna is uh, available to play uh, after entering the uh, follow-up uh, care phrase of the program. Uh, it feels awesome. I'm happy to be back uh, to see the guys. To see the guys I smile. Verna told reporters after practice, "It's really positive. I'm happy to be back here." He added, "I tried to stay in shape as much as I could. I feel really good on the ice. Now it's just a matter of time. Obviously, that's not my decision. I just follow the orders and uh, to do the best I can every day to stay in the uh, stay in shape and be able to uh, help the team." Um, so we didn't. Uh, so Ron didn't get into into his uh, experience with the program. Only nothing that there's uh, bigger things uh, than hockey in life. Um, 
I like Jacob Rana. Uh, they acquired him from the Capitals in 2021. Uh, he's only played 26 games last season after undergoing shoulder surgery. Now, with the Red Wings uh, in 39 games, he's uh, scored 20, uh, 22 goals and 10 assists. So whatever uh, he, whatever this program was, whatever it was, I'm glad he got the help he needed. I'm glad he's back, and the Red Wings definitely could use him right now. No Red, Red Wings are in a two, two, three-game losing streak. No one this guy's on the ice. He helps his team win. There's a lot of things on the ice, and the Red Sox definitely need a guy, you know, a guy like him on the ice because when he's on the ice, he will score. Now with just some basketball news. Alonzo uh, Ball's not guaranteed to play this season. Uh, Ball's expected to be uh, at least out into the at least until the All-Star break uh, in mid-February when the team hopes to have a better sense of whether he can uh, return the season. Adrian Wronski adds, uh, Chicago may shut ball down for the season if the team remains out of the playoffs. So right now the Bills are uh, the uh, Bulls are sitting at 11-15. and 15. There's 12th seed in the uh, Eastern Conference. This was two days ago. Um, he's played 35 games last season before suffering a mid-season tear. Uh, the Bulls... Uh, uh, tailed off uh, following his injury, finishing 19-23 uh, in the final 42 games after losing to the Bucks in the first round. So obviously, you know, the, the Bulls need him on the court. You no, know, they were 19-23 without him in the final 42 games. Um, you know, I'm going to be quite honest here. You know, for the first time I heard Lonzo Ball, I really couldn't stand him. And I think it had a lot to do with his father, LeVar. But you no, know, I'm a big fan of Lonzo. Um, but I probably say I'm a bigger fan than, uh, than uh, of Alamelo, but no, the Bulls definitely need him. No, um, Bulls have been no very disappointment this year. No, uh, they shocked me last by making the playoffs, and this year, uh, they're sitting 11, 15, 11, 16, or whatever uh, they are after this. Um, no, after this, uh, after Sardo came up, but um, no, it sucks. No, he's only twenty five years old. Um, hopefully, he can bounce back from this. He's young, um, but no, the Bulls are definitely missing him. Um, Robert Williams uh, makes a season debut versus Magic as I speak right now. He's on the court right now. I'm watching him. Um, so he's yet to, obviously, uh, he's yet to play during the 2022-23 campaign due to uh, his recovery from off-season uh, knee surgery. Like I said, he's on the court right now. Um, no, Celtics definitely need him. Um, no, he's a defensive uh, anchor. Uh, last feature for the Celtics game six of the uh, NBA Finals. He tore his meniscus late in the season. Was expected to miss four to six weeks after surgery. I think he should have got surgery right after the season ended. I don't know why the Celtics waited this long, but I mean the Celtics, the Celtics didn't really need him. I mean they do need him, but at the same time, when he was at the Celtics, didn't need him because were they twenty two and six, twenty two and seven without him? Um, but. You know, it's good to have Robins back on the court. It's good to have the Time Lord back. Uh, but one of the things about Robert Williams, he really can't stay healthy. He's injured a lot, but hopefully this season he can stay healthy because when he's healthy, Robert Williams is an absolute beast. Um, but it's good to have him back on the court. Also, uh, Steph Curry, um, her shoulder uh, last night, I believe it was, uh, will miss at least two weeks. He sublex the shoulder or not. At the hand of the ball there, and he knew right away something wasn't right. Something stung him. I don't want to speculate. I really have no idea what this would be, but hopefully it's not serious. I got to grow up that isn't serious. Um, the Warriors have you know, been struggling, uh, have struggled uh, without their star on the floor of the season, putting up. Uh, a minus at 11.1 net rating without him versus a 7 plus net rating with him. Um, you know, even before the injury, he was uh, he put up 38 points, 7 boards, and 7 assists, and 30 minutes of action. He's just, he's unreal, man. Um, so the Warriors don't have a timetable for the injury. A source told uh, Athletics' uh, Sham Karana that Curry will be valued in the next two weeks. Um, it's a little big loss for the Warriors. Uh, no Warriors this season. Um, the article said they were 14 and 15, but... Yeah, so they have 14 15. Right now, the, so the players to start today, they'll be in the playman tournament. Uh, they'll play the Jazz, because I think the 10 plays a 7, 9 plays 8. So they'll play the Jazz in the playing tournament. The players to start today. So they would be in the playing tournament. Um... 
But obviously, with the Warriors, I still think the Warriors will turn around. I think you'll you know still see them as a I know top you no know, a top seed uh, as the season goes on. The NBA uh, renames the MVP after Michael Jordan. They also uh, renamed a couple of uh, trophies as well. Um, I'm not a big fan that they did it. Uh, no, they no, they now they got the Larry uh, the Larry Bird fi Conference Finals MVP. They got the um, Mad Johnson Finals MVP, Conference Finals MVP. I'm, I I don't know why you got to name all these trophies. I know Michael Jordan obviously is one of the the greatest player to ever play the game. So the trophy will stand at 23.6 inches tall and weigh about 23.6 pounds. Um, nods to his jersey number and six NBA titles with the Chicago Bulls. Uh, I just, I don't know. I just, I know you're always trying to honor, um, honor Michael Jordan, but you know, just all this stuff. I mean, now they got the uh, trophy for the best record in the NBA. You know, hockey does have the President's Trophy. Now you got this. You got the Conference Finals MVPs. I mean, I know they're trying to make the game better. They're trying to make the game, you no know, different. I mean, I, I don't think you got to do all this. But um, I personally, I mean, personally, it's kind of stupid. Like I said, don't get me wrong. Michael Jordan is obviously... Uh, you know, the greatest player to ever play the game. Also, uh, Kid Cunningham is uh, to undergo season-ending uh, shin surgery. Um, he's expected to make a full recovery. Have the Pistons training camp next summer. Um, we expect to make. Uh, we expect to. Uh, we expect him to come back and be even better. Uh, uh, Troy. Uh, Troy Weaver said, uh, per team writer uh, Kevin uh, Lagonis. He's been dealing with this issue a little bit off and on for a while. We want him to be healthy and uh, be himself. He's a young player. We don't want him to uh, linger two or three years. It's an uh, early in his career. Uh, we want to get it settled. We expect him to recover well and uh, be the best for himself. So the number, the uh, 2021 number one pick hasn't played since November 9th. Cunningham reportedly hopes to um, ready the issue and rest and rehab. Uh, but he and the Pistons both opted for surgery. In 12 games a season, uh, He's averaged, you no know, one. he was off to a good start. Averaged 19.9 points, 6.2 rebounds, 6 assists while playing 33.3 uh, minutes. After an up and down uh, start to his career, um, you no, know, he averaged, um, so after, after an up and uh, down year in his uh, injury, uh, plagued 2021-22 campaign, Cunningham eventually forced his way into a uh, Rookie of the Year conversation by averaging 20.3 points, 6.1 assists, 5.7 rebounds, and one steal in his final 23 games. So, um, so no, he puts up good numbers. No, this season he was putting up 19.9 points. Uh, towards the end of his rookie season, he was putting up 20.3 points. So, no, he does put up good numbers and. No, hopefully when he comes back, he is young. So hopefully when he comes back, the Pistons can build around this kid. Obviously, the Pistons draft number one overall didn't know have a future to build around for the future. Um, so hope we can get back from this. Now we're going to end this podcast and talk about some football. Uh, the Eagles clinch a playoff spot with the victory over the Giants. The Eagles, the first team to clinch a playoff spot. Um, no man, I, I, I mean, obviously I'm happy about it. Um, no, the season the Eagles had so far. I know everyone can say they played nobody good. They played nobody good. Um, no, but be, be, be the first in that clinch a playoff spot is awesome. Uh, Nick Schrani said, uh, we've got bigger goals than this one. Um, without uh, referring to the MC title, the top seed, or the uh, Super Bowl, on to the uh, next one. It's nice. It's nice to get uh, this win here because it's a good football team. It's nice to come here and play well on the road. Um like I said, I'm, I'm happy about it, but there was one team, I've, I mean, two teams I don't want the uh, Eagles to play in playoffs. One of them is the uh, Dallas Cowboys. They'll both of them play each other next week on Christmas Eve. And the other is a team that just clinched the NFC West, the uh, 49ers. No, I do not want the Eagles to be in either of these two teams in playoffs. I mean, I would rather have them play, maybe rather play the Cowboys, but I do not want them to play the 49ers. I mean, the 49ers are finally clicking. They're clicking on defense. Brock Purdy has been you no know, doing a, you know, a decent job for taking over. He's been doing an okay job taking over. Um, you no, know, he started the game 10-10 last night. 
Um, but you know, this is one team I don't want the uh, Eagles to play in the playoffs. Um, San Francisco has been plagued by injuries and could uh, use the uh, downtime to get healthy. Uh, they still can catch uh, the Minnesota uh, Vikings for the number two seed. Um, yeah, I, I really don't want the Eagles to play the uh, 49ers in the playoffs because I think the 49ers are the team that can beat the Eagles. I think the 49ers match up everywhere with the Eagles on defense. Um I mean, I, I, it's a team I really don't want the Eagles to meet when it comes to playoff time because I, I don't, I, I mean, being an Eagles fan, being honest with you guys, I don't think the Eagles will be, I, I don't know, I, I don't want to curse it. I don't want to be a fear, I, I don't want to be that. I honestly don't think the Eagles beat the 49ers when it comes to the playoffs. This team is looking good. This team is looking really good right now, and I really hope the Eagles, um, don't meet them in the playoffs. Also, Adiba Samuel is expected to be back in the uh, regular season. Uh, after that, I saw the injury, I know he's carted off the field in the second quarter due to what appeared to be a serious injury. San Francisco and, uh, announced that uh, he injured his knee, but later ruled him out for a minute of the uh, contest with an ankle issue. Um, you know, Fort Niners definitely need a player like him. Um, no, Kyle Shanahan said post-game that the all-per-receiver didn't suffer any uh, fractures. I like the same, the high ankle sprain. So he should be back for Week 17 from what I saw. Um, but, yeah, man, this, this 49ers team, like I said, that's uh, that's this is really the only team that worries me the most when it comes to the playoffs for the Eagles. Uh, a, full, a name I haven't heard in a long time. I watched This is a funny thing. So T.Y. Hilton signed with the Cowboys. So the uh, – before he stopped the Cowboys, like a day or two days ago before, I was watching a video of T.Y. Hilton. True story. I was watching a video of T.Y. Hilton. Um, it was like a an NFL Films, like a 10-minute video about uh, like the 2014-2015 season whatever. And I looked him up to see if he was still playing. He said he was a free agent. And it's funny because I said no one's going to sign him. He's 33 years old. Two days later, the Cowboys signed him. Um, which, no, I thought they were going to sign Odell Beckham. I'm sure Cowboys fans thought it was going to be Odell Beckham, too. Uh, no, like I said, they had interest in Odell Beckham. Dallas made a strong run at the Frazier wide receiver, but reportedly concerned Beckham can't play before mid-January before bringing him in for a physical. Beckham suffered a torn ACL in the Super Bowl. Hill hasn't played this season after spending the first decade of his career with the Colts. A great addition, head coach Mike McCarthy said, according to John uh, Marchetta of The Athletic. We'll get him out there Wednesday and get him in, uh, acclimated. I had a workout. Everything passed with flying colors. The timing is right. He's ready to go. Um, no, he's a four-time world polar. Uh, proceeds, uh, produced uh, five 1,000 receiving uh, campaigns with the uh, Colts. So June Seaton, Liam, uh, Michael Gallup, and uh, James Washington. It's not a note. Yeah, I'm sure, obviously, he's not going to put the numbers in with the Colts. He's 33 years old. But, no, it's good to see T.Y. Uh, Hilton get another chance in the NFL. I honestly thought he was retired, and I'm honestly surprised that, no, it wasn't Odell Beckham, uh, the one getting signed. A um, couple quarterbacks are going to be, uh, well, well, one quarterback's been out for us this season. Uh, Kyle Murray towards uh, ACL, huge loss for the um, for the Cardinals. Obviously, Cardinals not making the playoffs. They just lost one in, uh, past one night to the Patriots. Um so he was carted off the field after going down with a non-contact injury on the third play of the game. It's funny because I changed the game. I actually had uh, Kyler Murray in my brother's fantasy league, and I'm in the playoffs. And obviously, you know, obviously I know it doesn't matter right here for fantasy players, but I had Kyler Murray, and it sucks to see Kyler Murray get hurt because I like Kyler Murray. I like his game. I like the way he plays. Um, so I changed the game to something. I changed the game. Change it back and saw Colt McCoy was in. Log into Twitter, see what happened. As soon as I started, I, I um, shut up. Saw the injury and I, as soon as I started, knew it wasn't good. So uh, Colt McCoy played the rest of the game in Murray's place and completed 27-40 passes for 246 yards of interception. Was sacked six times. Um, Murray's fourth NFL campaign comes to an unfortunate end. Um, he went three and eight, racked up uh, two thousand three hundred sixty-eight pass yards and fourteen touchdowns to seven interceptions. Also added uh, four hundred eighteen rushing yards. Um, no Cardinals sitting at um, no four and nine. They play the Broncos next. They play the Broncos on Sunday. Um, no disappointment. 
for uh to see Kyle Murray get hurt. Definitely disappointing to see the uh the way the average on the current season has gone because they had the cards make the playoffs. I think I had the cards winning their division if I'm not mistaken. Um I gotta go to the take the lead Twitter to find this. Alright, let's see if I can find this. This is gonna be from months ago. Okay, here it is. So I forget what I forget what uh, website is from, but I'm actually with all of them. I had the uh, Bills going fourteen three, Dolphins going ten and seven. I had the Patriots go seven and ten. I had the uh, Jets. I was wrong about the Jets. I had the Jets going four and thirteen. The um, Bengals going three and four. Uh, three and four. Uh, thirteen and four. My bad. I had the uh, Ravens going eleven and six. Steelers going eight and nine. Wrong about the Browns. I had the Browns going one and sixteen. Um, had the Colts wrong about the Colts. Had the Colts going thirteen and four. Had the uh, Titans going eight and nine. Texans going three and fourteen. Jaguars going two and fifteen. Uh, I was completely wrong about this. Chargers going thirteen and four. Uh, Chiefs going twelve and five. I had the Broncos going eleven and six. <clears throat> And they had the Raiders going nine and eight. Uh, wrong about that. The NFC South, I was wrong about. I had the Bucks going fourteen three. The Saints, the Saints going ten and seven. Uh, wrong about that. Uh, Panthers going five and twelve. Falcons going four and thirteen. And another thing I was wrong about here, I had the um, Rams going thirteen and four. Had the Forty Nine ers. I still could be right about that. Going eleven and six. Um, Wow, I actually had the Cardinals going eight and nine, and the Seahawks. I was wrong about going. Uh, I had them going one sixteen. Uh, oh my God! Listen to this one. Uh, Packers. I had Packers going three and fourteen. I had the Vikings going ten and seven. I had the uh, Lions going six and eleven. Um, could be right about that one. Um, I had the uh, Bears going five and twelve. Uh, for the NFC East, I had the Eagles going twelve and five. I had the uh, Cowboys going six and eleven. Washington going six and eleven, and the Giants going four and thirteen. Yeah. Those are pretty bad. But I uh, know hopefully Kyle Murray can uh come back from this. Because when he's healthy, he's a damn good quarterback. Uh, Lamar Jackson missed second straight game. Tyler uh Huntley uh player uh cleared to play against the Browns. Um Actually, games tomorrow, actually, Saturday games. I love Saturday games. Uh, Huntley last week completed 8 of his 12 pass for 88 yards, ran for 31 yards before exiting the game against the Steelers. Undrafted rookie Anthony Brown stepped in for uh, most second half. Uh, Ravens ended up winning that game 16-14, to beating the Steelers. Uh, Russell Wilson ruled out versus the Cardinals tomorrow due to concussion. Uh, Billy Ripley expected to uh, start for Wilson. Uh, he completed four of eight attempts for 16 yards and touchdown to pick after place Wilson last week. Um, another uh, speaking about Broncos, our Jerry Judy gets a hefty fine for making contact with an official, removing his helmet. I'm going to play the uh, clip for you guys right here. Started getting apoplectic. I think he thought he was interfered with. Very demonstrative, yelling and screaming, going over. It touches an official right there. He might hear from the league office on that one. So he uh, took his helmet and jarred at the official. I bumped him into the chest. Um, he was not flagged for unsportsmanlike context. So it's a $36,000 fine. Um, against Jerry Judy, I produced uh, far the best outing of this season, catching eight of his nine targets for 73 yards and three touchdowns. Um, no, you got to look at this. I, I don't know if, you no. Know, Obviously, he was mad that there was no flag thrown for interference. But I think what also maybe that also got him upset is the way that no this this season has going has gone for the Broncos. You know, I had the Broncos go eleven going eleven six. I had the Broncos going to Super Bowl against the Buccaneers, and I know it just could have been frustration building up in Jerry Judy, but um, that's a big hefty fine. But you can't make contact with the fish, and even if they don't throw a flag, I know you get heated at the moment. 
But you, know, you can't get mad like that. Um, Zach Wilson is set to start for the uh, Jets versus the Lions tomorrow. Uh, maybe I might pick up the Lions defense, but I got the Cowboys defense. Uh, so Mike White went one and two since replacing uh, Zach Wilson. Um, no, this is a big. This is gonna be a great opportunity for Zach. Um, Zach Wilson, Robert Slayer said, nothing that Wilson, uh, Wilson receive all of the uh, first team reps under center in the remaining of the flip to Sunday's game. Uh, just week, Wilson had been promoted to the uh, number two slot after spending the first three weeks on the bench as number three behind Joel Flacco. Um, I mean, it's not going to hurt, but I just I am not a big fan of um, I'm not a big fan of Zach Wilson. I, I think he was drafted way too early. I decision making is terrible, and I think he's going to make a ton of decisions, uh, awful decisions against the uh, Lions on Sunday. Um, but you know, at the same time, he's playing against the Lions defense that's terrible. So maybe he can go into this game and have a good game. Um, speaking about the Lions, uh, Lions view Travis Golf as a uh, starting QB for the future. I uh, know once uh, Goff is believed to be the team's starting quarterback heading into 2020 season. Sources told the NFL Network's Ian Rappaport. Uh, the Lions plan to hold on to golf for the future um, and don't have uh, and don't have, view him as a uh, bridge quarterback. The Lions have been viewed as a potential quarterback landing spots in 2023 NFL draft. Um, no, Jared Goff has no led the Lions to a five percent record in the second season with the franchise. Um, he's in a, uh, no ads. Been playing a very impressive the last four game stretch, which he's thrown five touchdowns and zero interceptions. Uh, Detroit has won three of four in that span, so I know maybe Detroit can make a run at the playoffs. I know it's going to be tough, but uh, I just want to see who the uh, so they got the Jets, they got the Panthers, they got the Bears, and got the Packers. So realistically. If the Lions can win the rest of their games and make a run, they could make the playoffs. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but... I'm just saying, I mean, I know it's not going to happen, but if the Lions can make this run and get to the playoffs, that would be pretty cool. I know they're going to get bounced out first round, but... It would be cool to see the Lions make the playoffs. No, um... I thought they are going to be a sleeper team. I didn't think they are going to be this good. And uh, last quarterback I'm going to talk about is uh, Tom Brady. So he's considering all options for the 2023 season. Um, right now, the Bucs are set at 6 and 6, entering week 14. Um, actually, it was 6 and 7 because they lost last Sunday. Uh, he struggled uh, offensively at times. Um, he's managed to post 16 touchdowns, 3 interceptions, while completing 66.2% uh, of his passes. Um, however, uh, Brady's contract the Buccaneers expired uh, following the 2022 campaign. Um, no, we, I cannot wait to see where he goes from here. Does he go to Oakland? Does he go to Las Vegas? Does he go back to New England? Does he stay in Tampa Bay? I uh, know there were a, a guy came out a month ago saying, uh, "Don't be surprised if Tom Brady goes back to Tampa Bay." I mean, back to New England, which I don't think he will. But um, no, is Tom Brady going to go finally go in the Fox booth? He's going to play another season. I think after this season, Tom Brady should retire. I don't know why he came back. And to be honest, I think Tom Brady should have retired after they beat the Falcons in the Super Bowl. You know, be able to come back from that 28-3 uh, win, that was impressive. Or he should have retired after they beat the Rams for his sixth Super Bowl. I don't know why he came back. I really don't. I think he should have stayed retired. I don't know if he stayed retired, or if he, still be, he would still be with Giselle. Um, it made no sense why he came back. You know, he, no one's going to win seven Super Bowls again. No one's going to touch his records. No one's even come close to what this guy has done. Um, I think he should retire. And now uh, we're going to end the podcast. Uh, after I say my picks, first I'm going to say Ryan's picks. Uh, Ryan hasn't been on the podcast for a while. I think it's time to fire Ryan for the podcast. Um, let's bring up his picks first. So we took the uh, Cowboys beat the Jaguars. Uh, Chiefs to beat the uh, Texans. Took the Cardinals to beat. Uh, took the Broncos to beat the Cardinals. Um, this is all over the place again. Doesn't know what he's doing. All right, there we go. So he took the. Um, oh, 
he needs to learn how to fucking screenshot the right way and send pictures. So he took the uh, 49ers to beat the Seahawks, got that right. He took the Vikings to beat the Colts. He took the Ravens to beat the Browns. took the Bills to beat the Dolphins. Um... The Cowboys beat the Jaguars, Chiefs to beat the uh, Texans, uh, Broncos to beat the uh, Cardinals. He took the Patriots to beat the uh, Raiders. He took the uh, Chargers to beat the Titans, the Bucks to beat the Bengals, uh, Saints to beat the Falcons, Eagles to beat the Bears, um, Lions to beat the Jets, Giants to beat Washington, and Packers to beat the Rams. Um... I really took the Seahawks. What the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with me? Uh, I took the... Uh, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. I took the Vikings to beat the Colts. Uh, Ravens to beat the Browns. Uh, I actually took the Dolphins to beat the uh, Bills. I took the uh, Falcons to beat the Saints. Obviously, you took the Eagles to beat the Bears. Um, I might have to go with the Lions now since Zach Wilson is playing. I took the Steelers to beat the Panthers. I took the Cowboys to beat the Jaguars. Um, Chiefs to beat the Texans. Uh, I might have got the same with the Broncos. Uh, I might change my pick to the uh, to the Raiders because we both got the Patriots. Um, I took the Titans to beat the Chargers to be different. Uh, I took the Bengals to beat the Bucks. I took Washington to beat the Giants. And I took the uh, Packers to beat the Rams. Anyways, guys, that's the end of the podcast. If you guys made it this far, thanks for listening. You guys are the best, and you guys will be hearing me next week on Christmas Eve. Have a good weekend. Take care and spike your hair. Woo-woo-woo. You know it. Your mom.